Hey everyone, and welcome to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. I'm your host, Master Sergeant Lance Haas. Our goal with this podcast is for Team Fairchild to get to know each other, our support programs, and to increase our sense of community and development. Every episode, we'll be interviewing people from around the base and learning about them, as well as their keys to success. On today's episode, we sit down and talk with Mrs. Ruth Sunday, who is Fairchild's Family Advocacy Intervention Specialist. She offers a lot of great classes and one-on-one counseling for everyone. Maybe you're having difficulties at home or at work dealing with different personalities. Well, she can help. So check it out. Hope you like it, and I hope it's helpful to you. How's it going, Ruth? Good. How are you? I could not be better. It's snowing a little bit outside. It's Friday. Life is great. Great. So you work for the Family Advocacy, right, over at the clinic? I do. Well, before we get into that part, you want to start and kind of whatever you want to share about let us get to know you a little bit better. What road led you to being a fair child, working at the Family Advocacy? Wow, that's quite a journey. Um, <laughs> and it started in 1979 when I started working for the Army. And wow. so I worked for the Army for a small amount of time, and then I transferred to the Air Force, which was a great thing. Um, that, and I, So I transferred to Scott Air Force Base, which was closer to where I lived. And so I started working for the Air Force in 1980. And um, okay. I worked at AMC headquarters. Back then it was known as MAC headquarters, um, Military Airlift Command, and worked for D- the DO and different agencies within AMC. Cool. Um, MAC at the time. And then um, met, married a military person and went to Reese Air Force Base, which is now closed. So I can, <laughs> I'm one of those people that can say they've been at a closed base. Where was that at? Uh, Lubbock, Texas. Oh. And then um, shortly thereafter went to Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana, where I worked for, at that time it was known as the Deputy Commander for Maintenance, DCM. Now it's known as the Maintenance Group Commander, so I was his secretary. And then transferred here to Fairchild Air Force Base in 1994 uh, about, and started working in the med group about four months after the shooting at, at the at the clinic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then held several different positions within the med group and, and then did do uh, three years at the airmen and family readiness center. Nice. So, and then landed in family advocacy in 2001 and um, went back to school, got a master's degree in social work and then went over to the AFRC for a little while and then back at family advocacy, been back in family advocacy in my current position since 2011. Wow. So you are all about helping people, it sounds like. Listening to that career, you are a helper, and you just, that's what I took away from that. Yeah. Is that kind of... That sums I, me up. All right. It seems like every time I talk to you, you got a smile on your face, you're seeing what people can take away from it, you're still highly motivated, highly driven about your your programs and the lessons that you're teaching and the people that you're helping, which is, we all kind of need that from time to time, have those people that are really energetic about what they do. And you're one of those people. So we've had a great relationship while I've been in the career advisor position and you've been helping out on almost every single class that I've been teaching or been putting on. I haven't really been teaching them, but every class I've been putting on, it seems like. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And thank you for your support of our program and me. So that's absolutely, of course, hopefully the people that have attended this class and maybe that are listening now, hopefully they've gotten some from it. If you have, it'd be awesome to get some feedback of it for sure, you know. Shoot either Ruth or myself a line and let us know how we've been doing about that. But now, uh, let's get into the, some of the family advocacy stuff. What 
what do they have to offer? What do you, what do you see people for that you can talk about? What do you think is a, you want to shout from a rooftop to say, oh my gosh, people need to know about this. Okay. So I think it's always important to kind of know who's who in the zoo and what they do is what I call, (laughs) what I call. Um, And so our mission in family advocacy is the identification, prevention, and treatment of family violence. And what I mean by family violence is either intimate partner violence and or child abuse. Not the most pleasant topic to talk about um, and to hear about, but that is what we do. And I really want to foot stomp the prevention. Um, if If I could shout one thing from the rooftop, it would be get into services early. Don't be closed minded about a skill, a life coping skill, because you never know when you might need to pull from that later on in life. Mm-hmm. So that is our mission. And with that, I'm heavily embedded in prevention. So I teach anger management. I teach stress management. Mm-hmm. I teach couples communication. It's always great if both people come uh, in, the, in the couple, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. but I would never absolutely. turn away a single person who just wants to invoke change in their relationship. Because sometimes when one person changes, it invokes a change in the atmosphere and in the relationship. It doesn't always mean um, a success, but it definitely can invoke a change. Yeah, you have to work on yourself first, right? Exactly. Um, And so, and then parenting classes. I teach 123 Magic, which is for parents of kids 2 to 12. And then I teach Love and Logic parenting, which is for kids, uh, parents of kids, 18 months, all the way up till they're in their teens. And then, um, so one, two, three magic is about three hours long and love and logic is a little bit more involved. It's a little bit more complex. It's about five to six hours, depending on Mm -hmm. what you focus on. And I try to teach one of those classes once a quarter on the weekend to allow both people to come. So for if you're listening to this podcast and you can't get out of your unit, your spouse works off base, then look for those, those classes, especially a parenting class on the weekend. So, and I have a great relationship with the Airmen and Family Readiness Center. I usually host it over there. Mm-hmm. Many people know where that's at. It's a very neutral environment. So that's parenting classes. I, and then I also teach um, how to avoid falling in love with a jerk or jerk ed class which is about six hours long, and that is for singles or newly single people, people who have um, maybe gone through a divorce or a breakup of their relationship, and they're kind of thrust back into the dating scene again and kind of trying yeah. to reevaluate what did I do right, what did I do wrong, what do I need to refocus on in my, in my quest now for a new partner. So those are some of the classes that I teach. So I'm heavily embedded in, in prevention. That is... Phenomenal because, you know, I think as military members, we we get into habits just like everybody else, I reckon, that, you know, you go to work, you come home, you have this grind, but it seems like as military members, we we have that little bit of extra uh, weight on our shoulders, per se. And after a while, my perception from what I've experienced is that you can either start to forget that it's there but that doesn't mean that your actions have changed or are good or that you've accepted it. So having different programs like this for everything, especially like when you're talking about the parenting. Now, for those of you guys that don't know me, being a parent scares the living crap out of me, you know. So having a military installation that provides classes for that to help take some of that anxiety away. Oh, my gosh, that's 
that is huge. Absolutely. I would imagine that, you know, if if my wife and I were in that situation, you would you would get sick of seeing me because I would be going to all that stuff just to put my own mind at ease. I mean, wow, yeah, that and it and it's for anybody, whether it's a chief or whether it's an airman, right? Oh, absolutely. So all of our classes that I described, and I have a few more that I can throw into the mix there, um, are free. And so we're really trying to break down the barriers of people yeah. for people accessing. One of the couple other classes that I didn't mention is True Colors, which is a personality inventory. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Dad's the Basics class, which I co-teach with our nurse in, in family advocacy, our new parent support nurse. And that is helping fathers who are newly identified as being pregnant there and before baby comes. And so we teach them how to swaddle a, a baby in a blanket um, so that the baby feels nice and secure. And oftentimes they stop crying when you put them in a, in a swaddle. Ah. It feel, makes them feel like they're kind of back um, where they used to be. And um, how to uh, calm a crying baby, how to bathe a baby, how to diaper a baby. So that's just another class that I teach. Yeah. And, and sometimes... It's, we kind of have to take a, a, a two-prong approach or a three-prong approach to, to our life's challenges. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if a, if a young single parent is struggling with parenting, maybe what we want to do is do anger management first and put some anger management tools in their, in their toolkit and then do parenting. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a two-prong approach to keeping that stress level down as a parent and then putting some very... Um, reasonable tools into their toolbox to deal with the kids yeah kind of a two-prong approach to that so i would encourage people to kind of look at it and not just look at its one lane only it could there could be some side roads that help you get back onto that road that's a really good point because what we're we've talked in the past about you know a lot of those classes as a supervisor you're kind of in a relationship at at some level with your subordinates and the people around you so a lot of these classes even though possibly they're labeled one way or another, they're applicable to anybody who really interacts with anybody else exactly. and wants to have, make sure that they're presenting themselves in the way that they want to present themselves. In. Exactly. So yeah. that the supervisor can stay professional, grow through the process, and the employee can stay professional and grow through the process as well. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody kind of grows a little bit from everything. Exactly. What did I miss? You, you had some things that I know you were saying you want to make sure that you, you foot stomp. Did you, were you oh, able to foot well, stomp those? Or? Again, I would just really encourage people to identify early and come to us early. Um, so that we, so that when, if, if it gets to the point where it, in, in say in an intimate partner relationship, where it starts to maybe get vol- very volatile or lethal or violent, um, then it becomes really sticky for everyone. Um, and so we want command, uh, we want active duty members to come before it gets to those levels. Because the great thing about it is if, is if there's no violence going on, emotional, physical, sexual abuse kind of thing, um, I, we don't call their commander if they engage in a class early. Like if somebody comes and they want to do anger management, and there's no violence going on in their intimate partner relationships. I don't call their commander. I don't put anything into their outpatient medical record. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an undocumented visits yeah. to put some tools in their toolbox, and they get a certificate at the end. 
um, kind of to show that they've completed it and to kind of put some, hopefully put some closure to that and start a journey, a different kind of journey. And so it's really important that people engage early and know that if you do engage early, it's, it's kept, the, the situation is kept a little bit more close hold. So I mean, I'm a mandated yeah. reporter of child abuse and intimate partner violence. So we, we have to be really careful about that. But yeah, yeah, you got have a duty to warn. Yeah, you got some some legality issues there for yeah. sure. Rightfully so, you know. Right. So how do people find you? How do they sign up for these classes? Where do they go? What do they do? So they can call me directly and I encourage them to call me directly. Um, I have a confidential uh, voicemail on my phone, 247-5409. And they can leave a message and anytime and I can call them back as soon as I get back into the next duty day that I'm there. And um, they can come by, stop by the med group. I'm located on the second floor of the med group, um, just down from mental health and family advocacy. Um, they can stop me. <laughs> they can stop me anywhere. People have stopped me and said, I did a class with you. Um, so people have stopped me and yeah. engaged Going to the commissary or doing whatever and hey... Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. So I had uh, people have have stopped me in the commissary and said, hey, I want to thank you for what you did. And so it's always good to hear. That yeah. feedback is good. We all need that. That's Absolutely. awesome. Now you also do, you go out to uh, different squadrons upon request, correct? If if the whoever in this, that squadron says, hey, I got a group of people that could use this. You service that need as well, right? So I have what what I call kind of mobile classes. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of condensed versions of different classes. So I can do stress management in a unit. It it would take me about an hour. And I give them some stress management tools. We can do anger management. So it's going to be a very concentrated, quick, high points of what I cover in the five-hour class. But I can do that in about an hour, hour and a half. And I'll give them the high points. I'll talk with them about their warning signs, about their emotions that elicit their anger. And then we'll look at coping skills and give them a whole myriad um, of coping skills that they can pick from. So, but when when I do it like um, with more one-on-one with people um, or in a select group of people who want to come specific for anger management, they've identified it personally. Um, I show a film and, and that kind of thing. Because I think we all learn differently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so in, in, in a lot of times in my classes, you get a book. For instance, parenting, you get books and you watch videos. And then we have a dialogue. The client and I have a dialogue. Yeah. Because so, I think we all learn differently. Some people learn visually. Some people learn by listening to stories, they remember the stories and they say, ah, I remember that concept. So rather than a bullet background on a, on a slide, (laughs) it's, it's a, it's a concept that's expressed through stories. And that's really one, two, three magic and love and logic is really a lot heavily based on that kind of concept where a parent kind of gets a concept based on a, a story about a child and a parent and they walk away and they get the concept, but it's told to them, in a story. Yeah. yeah, And so they tend to remember the storyline and then, and then the concept that way, and then they can adjust and adapt based on their particular need. So because people learn differently through visual 
written so people get workbooks and books and things like that. Because there are people that tell me, no, you don't have to give me a book. I don't read. And I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely. They I'm know okay that they're not going yeah. I know that that's at that point kind of, that's not really, I'm not going to step too much into that, that pool a little bit with them where yeah. I'm going to expect them to read a lot. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, Ruth, thank you for taking time out of your Friday to come talk with me. Family Advocacy, awesome programs. You guys are doing great work. And hopefully y'all out there are getting some great info from that, from this podcast. So that's it. This is uh, the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. Again, I'm your host, Master Sergeant Lance Haas. If you have a show idea or anybody that you would like to hear from on this show, please contact us at refuelteamfairchild at gmail.com.